Ahoy, Joe Doyle here. As a former bricklayer turned property investor, I would not be where I am today if I didn't first learn the art of business. Nowadays, a big part of my life is helping other tradesmen grow their business and create wealth by sharing my knowledge, insights, and experience. Welcome to the Tradesman Survival Guide podcast. All of the strategies discussed in my podcast are taken directly from my book, The Tradesman Survival Guide, which is available at www.joedoyle.ie forward slash TSG. TSG, of course, being Tradesman Survival Guide. What an amazing time to be alive, folks. And in today's episode, we have no, none other than the man himself, Dublin's best export, Carl Moore, who runs the Door Centre in Galway and also the Galway Carpenters. Uh, I've known Carl now coming up on two years and he's a he's a cool dude you'll know by listening to him there uh, we discuss work ethic we discuss work ethic um, talk about company names marketing and also just the, the value of being involved in, in paid groups so you'll definitely enjoy the episode I know that for a fact because I enjoyed having the conversation with Carl myself so let's get going with the episode Carlito what is the story my man Hello, Josephino. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing very good. Th- thank you for taking time out of your, your busy schedule to do this. I've been dying to That's all right. have a chat with you for too long now, you know? so I know, I know. Look, it's mental, but what can you do? It's we, all... we always get there in the end. Yes, and it's all good. It's all progress, you know? So, <laughs> exactly. Tell me what is the, t- tell the people out of 52 Steps who you are. And, and you're going you're gonna to like the intro that I gave you here, but I'll let you tell them first. <laughs> Yeah, no worries. Uh, okay, so yeah, I'm Carl. Um, most of you yeah, probably know me anyway, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, from Dublin, came down to Galway years and years ago, set up a carpentry business, uh, Galway Carpenters, and that's still going, strong as ever. And off the back of that, I suppose, I set up uh, a new company last year called The Door Centre, and we supply doors and flooring and hardwood flooring, pocket tracks, sliding rails, fire doors, you name it, everything. So, so that's that's nearly a year old now at this stage. Um, so we've the two we've the two things going on, and, and times are busy. But you know that's that that's a good thing. That's yeah, a good thing for sure. So was mm. it? What was the biggest challenge? Change and actually, let me tell you what what I gave you our intro as here, right? So right, we have the legend of the man that is Dublin's best export. Carl Moore of the Galway <laughs> Carpenters because I don't want any Galway boys thinking that yeah look at fucking there's only there's only legends from Galway you know they're, they're also from Dublin no. you know mostly from exactly. Dublin <laughs> exactly 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 yeah. I try telling them the same thing Joe fair play to you yeah. you're on the same ball that's it good stuff so listen what what's it like juggling the two businesses um it it I, I, you know what I, I only we're a year into the door centre now right Galway Carpenters is about uh, 12, 13 years old. Yeah. So I, I, I built that up to get to a level where I needed outside help and I needed to hire in people and it was getting that busy. So that was fine. So I went from that point about, I got about a couple of years of that out of, out of that. Um, and then I went to open up the new business. So what I had to do was, it, like it is, it is, there's a lot involved, but I had to take, I took on staff and then I hired an admin for the office to look after all of the, all the paperwork and this is in the Galway um, Carpenters now. This is in the Galway Carpenters, yeah. Yeah. And then I there's a good there's a, a lad that was doing work with me for a long time and I brought him in on the Galway Carpenters business. Okay. Um he got he got a he got a share of that say. Right. So he it's, he's looking he's basically doing what I was doing in the carpentry business. Brilliant. And with the admin, so they're working together on that side and then we have the, the carpenters, the lads doing the work then. So I, I don't, I've taken a real step back from that side of things, and now I just kind of drop in and out just to see if they need me for, or you know, whatever they, they might want to ask me stuff, or we open up accounts or whatever it is, like you know. Yeah. Um, so it was worldwide so pretty, for I'm you. Pretty much 98 percent of the time at the door center right now. Right, and is it, that's is, pretty much it. And does uh, does the Galway carpenters take up any of your headspace? or do you trust your people no, there entirely? No, no, trust me, people there. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it, it went from. Like literally, when I set the door centre up, we we had changed the Galway Carpenters as well at the same time. So we, it was nearly like setting up two brand new businesses at that time, even though it was already established. You know, yeah, the goodwill was still there. Yeah, so it was like they had to do a lot of learning. I had to learn with them to change the carpentry side of stuff, and then I also had the door centre to start up. Yeah. And that was the bleeding head melt in itself alone. Right. 
So, but a, a year in, and it, and it seems things are settled down. Um, the carpet side is running smooth enough, Brilliant. and it seems to be it seems to be all just just you know gathering itself now. That's so that's that's it, good it, going. It, yeah. So you basically mm. brought in a strategic partner on the the carpenter side of the business on the carpentry business that yes. allowed you. Do you believe it wouldn't have been possible to leave that without having a key man there? Oh no, I had to have a key man there. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. I wouldn't have been able to do all the other stuff. You Would know, you have been concerned no, if you didn't bring in a partner and you just brought in an employee? Uh, I think so, yeah, because there had to be an incentive yes. for someone to, to run a business like a business owner. Yes, for sure. I wouldn't I couldn't I wouldn't ever imagine or expect an employee to, to, to run a business like I would run it. Yes. So like it just wouldn't have worked. The the the, the incentive had to be there. Simple as that. Yeah. But and I knew this the guy, new guy I know him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know him for years. So yeah. I know he's a he's very he's he's a good he's a good solid solid character. Like, you know, he's he's he wants to make a few quid as well, like, you know, so he's he his interests are there. Nice. To try and make it work. Yeah. So that that gives me the back seat then. Yeah, because so you I, just, I, I don't I dip, believe I, I dip my head in and out like and just make sure keep an eye on things, make sure everything's getting you know, replied to the strategy within the business itself make sure that's going that's kind of what i'll do i won't take the call they don't talk to customers i don't even know what job they're on Brilliant. let's be honest with you yeah. like you know that's that's very good because I, I don't believe it would be possible to do what you've done without having without having no, a partner and then it wouldn't have been just because yeah. you have a partner doesn't mean it's possible to do it either so you've obviously got the right partner there yeah, exactly. Like, like to, to be honest, there, there's been a few hurdles along the way. Like we we, we took on, we we were at a stage when it, when it first started, we didn't know how. Like we were busy, but we wanted to make it more busy because there's more people in the business now. Yeah. So we kind of took on staff more, and then we got a couple of nice jobs, and we were trying to keep them, and we tried to build it up probably too quick at the start. So then we we've learned a lot over the last year, even in trying to scale the business, you know. So we, we took it right back. We've actually taken it right back now. And we just have a nice little set number of lads there and the jobs are flowing constantly. And it's just, it, it took that long to kind of get to that though. You know, it didn't, it wasn't going to do it at the start. So it took a, a year from this, this guy coming in to get it flowing yeah. again. Is that what you're saying? It's taken a year. It's taken a year to really get its bearings. Definitely. Yeah. It's yeah. definitely taken that long, yeah. And this is with an established business that was well going, so there's just a little bit yeah. of a shake up there. Yeah, there was a big shake up, we'll say, yeah. Yeah, exactly. well, a big shake up, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the main man, the main man is <laughs> gone. Us, like, like, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. yeah, well, I'm still there. Like, I, 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 see, my thing is now, I, I look after the social media side of stuff. Yes. Uh, I look after the ads. That's what I'll do. Like, I wouldn't expect my guy to, to do any, he doesn't do any of that stuff. You know, they're busy running the business. I, 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 I'm busy keeping the calls flowing let's say you know yeah but so, to me that's not really that doesn't take up a lot of my effort or time yeah you know I'm so if, if the jobs stop coming in they're all looking at you yeah that's your end of the bargain yeah i know like St St the other guy he like steven his name is steven he 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 brings a bit to the table as well like he brings yeah. a good bit to the table now in fairness brilliant so you know it's working for both at the minute that's that's Had nice to, to hear. There's no other way to do it, like you know. And the door center obviously supplies the Galway carpenters with all their materials. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but like we see the door center with with that, we get a lot of people in, um, at various stages of of their of their works. So, so you get a lot of new builds in, and you get some people renovating and stuff. And and sometimes they come in and they're only thinking of renovating and. They're looking at stuff. A lot of people come in early, like you know. Some right. people haven't even dug ground, and they're looking at doors. You know, right. that's, yeah, that's yeah. what people do. Yeah. So, like, even off the back of that, we've got I've got a few jobs. Jeez, I've got a couple of hundred grand worth of work out of it just really? for Galway carpenters. Just people coming in, going, "We're looking at this. Oh yeah, look, that's fine. We we have a carpentry business there. We can we can look after all the yeah, all your renovating for you or whatever it is. You know." Brilliant. So, so they 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 do they back up each other. Yeah. In a sense, I, I always say time. to the guys, you know, I'm, and even when we are speaking, when you were about to go into this business initially, yeah, you know, I'm I'm always saying to people like, be very very careful if you're going to go into another business, you know, and yeah, if you are, make sure that whilst your own business is at twelve o'clock on the clock, that this one is either yeah. eleven 
or one. I'm just drawing a little clock as I'm saying this to you here now. You know, it's it's eleven <laughs> or one. So it's just the next one, complementary to what it is. So makes sense in that yeah. you know guys are coming into the door centre to buy doors. You're referring them to a carpenter. Um, Galway carpenters are getting yeah. calls. You're referring them into the door centre. So there's a little bit of. There's yeah, definitely they, like they, they complement each other. Complementary, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, which is great, you know. They, they have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. how has the the Galway carpenters been since since the, the the change? Is it back to where it was in terms of the amount of business it's doing? <clears throat> uh, it's doing a lot of business, but like we've had because we, we like financial side of things. Um, obviously we've taken. There's not just me and subbies anymore. Do you know? It was me. We've like seven, the seven staff all together, like you know. Right. So that that was a, that was the biggest change in the carpentry business. That was the biggest thing. Right. Is the staff and having that every week, that payroll going out every week, every month, whatever it is. Yeah. And trying to get trying to get the right jobs. So we went from we're trying to get the bigger jobs now all the time. So we 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 were kind of going from what's a bigger job now? Getting the, the a bigger job would be like um like we've a few decent extensions there and are you still the whole build on them yeah like we're t- I'm, I'm talking 150 200 grand so jobs, you're like, doing you know, the whole job not just carpentry the whole job start right. to finish okay i didn't realize yeah, that. start to finish yeah we like we will we'll take it from the ground up, right. up down to the to the cleaning of the tiles afterwards if they yeah. wanted it like you know gotcha. okay. but that's what we're trying that. to do that's that's the business model we're trying to get get in play you know we're trying to get that kind of work yeah. flowing for us if we can get that work which we we, we are getting it like you know do you find a certain sweet spot in jobs of a certain price point are they use looking at anything at all oh well look to be honest we're looking at anything at all like sometimes the bigger jobs are great but sometimes like the smaller jobs is where you make your cheese like you know yes that's, that's my thought you know you, you could do a couple of weeks in a job there and you'll make more money than you might have made six or eight weeks on Doing the other a, job a big extension yeah yeah so so like and go is small so yeah i don't want to be i don't want to get to the point like we started off doing the small jobs and doing everything so we're jumping into the bigger stuff so i don't want to just dish the smaller stuff again because i don't yeah. want it anymore no i don't think we do that i think i think i'd nearly have a lad or two there that will actually you can just throw onto them smaller jobs all the time you know, it took, it took, that's, that's it took a while for me when I was running my building company to realise that them big jobs are a fucking nightmare. They're like, a nightmare. Yeah, 150 yeah, grand are. jobs. Like So when we were doing the insurance works, 150 grand jobs come in. Like if, if a house went on fire, we went and board it up and we're like, right, lovely, we're going to get the job to rebuild it. Everybody yeah. was all over it. They were trying to scrimp on, like the insurance company were trying to scrimp on cost left, right and centre. Clients yeah. were stressed out to bits. And the margins oh God, yeah. like were razor thin, whereas you know, we then decided jobs between eight and twelve grand. Yeah. You know, we brought it down because it just wasn't worth the hassle. Yeah, no, I agree. hundred percent. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Like I, I think a lot of the lads they, they like the sound of getting a hundred and fifty, two hundred, two hundred and fifty grand jobs. Yeah. <laughs> they like the sound sounds of that. great, Ari. Actually it sounds great, but when you break it down, you know, you could be bleeding four or six months on the jobs with that and then yeah. When you have all that material, all that labour taken over, and you really scale it back to the amount of hours you put into it, yeah. sometimes you could be working for twenty quid an hour. Yeah. Do you know when you when you break it all down? Yeah. You know, and and, and you've got this. In my head, so that's why we'll never get rid of the smaller work because that's that's yeah. where it is a Definitely. lot of the time. That's where you'll get your little boost of money here and there, like you know. Yeah. The, the risk with the bigger jobs, you know, you really want to evaluating in my eyes to see is it is a watcher world you know uh, yeah you know yeah, i'll tell you where yeah. my light bulb moment was right we were doing a job where we were rebuilding a house that went on fire mm-hmm. and the client decided he wanted to get another uh company in to do the kitchen so obviously that's grand we're losing out on a bit of margin on the kitchen right okay so yeah. let's say we had a grand factor in on the kitchen so um we're losing <clears> out on that but bear in mind like it's a call it 150 job we're probably at this stage, we are hoping for twenty percent profit on the job. At this stage, we're probably down to twenty-five grand, twenty-three grand, something like that profit for doing the whole yeah. house, right? And then we yeah. lost the kitchen, so there was a grand gone off that. Just to pluck a number, I can't remember what it was. But didn't yeah. the kitchen contractor get a fridge brought in? And whatever way it was left, the fridge door swung open and banged the corner of the unit. 
So now the client wanted us to replace the fridge because we were the principal contractor on the job. And the Take client, responsibility for it. Yeah, yeah, the client was correct in that. So then we're down another grand for an American fridge. You know what I mean? Now, in this instance, luckily enough, the client didn't insist on the fridge being replaced, but they did ask for it, you know? Um, yeah. Because I said, it must be the kitchen guys, and the kitchen guys said, no, it wasn't us. So it was a he said, he said, she said. And yeah. the client, oh, the client was a lovely lady, but she got legal advice on it. And the legal advice yeah. came back and said that the principal contractor is responsible for everything. Oh, and which you are dead right. So then in the matter yeah. of that, like, boom, we were down another grand. And as I said, no, luckily we didn't have to replace it. Um, yeah. But she was within her right to make us do it. And I was like, no she way. She could have. Yeah, yeah, she, she could was have. Definitely, and, and, yeah. That, and, and that was only a thousand euro fridge. You, you know, anything could have happened in that instance. The, the fridge could have leaked. <laughs> and yeah. ruined all the floors. Yeah. The kitchen, the whole lot. And then who was responsible? So yeah, I get yeah. that. I so understand you, you that. Just, we just need to have them factored in. And for me, that put me off doing them jobs. And then we went back yeah. down to, to the smaller stuff. The difficulty with that is we, we needed a lot of them to keep us busy. Yeah. That's the yeah. That's the downside. So, you know, the administration mm-hmm. of that can be can be a nightmare then in itself, you know? Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. I completely get it. So, you know, Galway Carpenters, right? What made you, de- what was the decision to open the door centre? And whereabouts is the door centre? The door centre is in Lisbon Industrial Estate in Galway City. Lisbon, so it's, it's, B-A-U-N. It's, L I O S B A N L I O S Industrial Estate. B A N Industrial Estate. Okay, yes. so so we'd have to say something there. Tell the lads to go in, ask for Carl from t- tell them Joe 100%. Doyle sent you down to ask for Carl because he's Ireland's <laughs> be- he's Dublin's best export. And you'll Absolutely. give them you'll give them the yeah, best the deal they can get. On the man himself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so tell tell me how uh, tell me where the idea for that came up. The idea that came up from uh, right there, there was um, there was a, let's just say there was an opening in the market, all right. Um, another another well-known store had, had kind of shut shop. Okay, that shall remain, remain, remain nameless. Yeah. Okay. Um, but that was fine, and I was at the stage where you know my life where I kind of wanted to do something different. You know, like I'm, I'm a carpenter twenty. Uh, four years over 23 years whatever it is so I've been doing this stuff and I've been working my arse off for years and years and I'm going right I, I need to do something different here yeah so it kind of literally came around Um, I knew I was doing something I had a, I had a, an idea for another business and I, and I was chasing that and it oh, wasn't really something so much to do with what I knew what was that idea tell us I'm dying to know I, I I, I, you know what? You never know. I might do it down the line, so I'm not going to say that just yet. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I might make a few quid for it, but it was something a <laughs> bit different. Right. Um. So I was chasing that, and I was kind of saving up. You know, I was kind of getting me money together to do something. Yeah. Um. And it, it, it all came by chance. This, this place had closed. Uh, this is in like May, June, that they had closed. And I went, right, hang on a minute. I, I see I see an opening here. Yeah. Um, and then by August, I had agreed contracts then to, to open up the premises. So it literally was that quick. How far is I your knew, premises from the old premises that closed down? About two miles, not okay. even. Right, right, very good. And we're closer to the city centre as well. So we're, we're three miles from the actual city centre. Right. It's the closest industrial estate to the city, like, you know. Very good, yeah. Um. So I went looking, and it literally happened that quick from, say, June, July, August. That was it. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going for this now. That's it done. But I knew at the time that I had to do it quick because someone else would have jumped in. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. And, I, and in hindsight, I found out some couple of other people were looking to do the same thing. Yeah. But you filled the void um, quicker. Yeah, I knew I had to be quick. I, I did. I knew... I couldn't take four or six months to think about this, like, you know. Yeah. I was like, no, I have to just do this. Done. And that's it. As soon as I made the decision, it was just all in. Really? There was no, all the cards were on the table at that stage. Let's just, just go for it, like, you know. What um, was the biggest risk in your eyes about setting up that? Because you're now in a retail business, yeah? Biggest risk, yeah. I, I, I'll tell you exactly what the biggest risk was for me, was uh, putting all my money, anything I, I, I had, every penny of it, towards this business like i could have bought a house you know straight up i yeah. could have actually just went out and bought a house and got the rent every month yeah and had a handy life 
but I didn't. So the biggest risk for me was from being a carpenter to run a small business to actually open up a retail business and not understanding how a retail business runs. Yes. And I knew, and I knew that was my weak point, and I knew. And yeah. I, I didn't have a bloody clue, that's been honest. So I was trying to get the, get the place set up. I had a designer come in, meet with designers, trying to get the showroom designed and ringing suppliers, trying to get tell them who I am. And they, they, you're making one call to a supplier for the first time, and they're like, fuck this yeah. fella, like, you know, yeah, yeah go away. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, we're busy, yeah. you know. <laughs> so there was a lot of that. And then even the likes of, like, a till, I didn't right. have it. I don't. I don't know about. I didn't know about accounts packages or anything like that. Or really? I didn't know how the hell I was even going to get. What what kind of a till do I put in? What the, right. what, what do I do here? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, it went. It was literally that. And then, but the the biggest issue was was the suppliers. Then near the end, like I I got the door suppliers all on board. That was fine. Yeah. But the flooring lads were just they were tough nuts. Like to to, to kind of get. Um. And what was I, I we, we, we were two weeks we were two weeks before opening and I didn't have any I didn't have any flooring suppliers. I'd won. Whoa. <laughs> where I should have where I should have had like five, six, maybe seven. Yeah. Jeez. I'd won. Did you have there, a few there was one cold flashes in the middle of the night saying, What am I doing here? <laughs> yeah, loads of them. Yeah. <laughs> isn't that what isn't that what Running a business and open a business. Oh, man. Like, That's what that. it is, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You, know, and, you, and... Have to, you have to thrive off that. And you have to... I like to turn something like that now to me. I will go, right, hang on a minute now. I, I'm not... I'm beating the shit out of this, man. I'm not fucking... I'm yeah. sorting this out. Brilliant. You know, and there was eight, 16, 18 hour days there. I worked it out, I think. There wasn't a day we'd done less than 12 or 14 hours, like. Right, brilliant. And there was nearly nearly 60 days on the trot of that, like, you know, getting this thing up and running. Yeah. It was non-stop. It was all in. Brilliant. It was all in. And I just said to me, me missus, it was just like, no, look, just forget about me for a few months. <laughs> Leave <laughs> me I be. don't exist. Pretend yeah. I'm in the army and I've right. gone off on, on call somewhere. Like, you know. Well, there you go. Yeah, that, You know what? Let me just ask something there. Let me say something to you, Anna. That's a very valid point. Because mm. there's so many families out there that the man of the house has to live for either mm. days, weeks, or months at a time. And of, of course, yeah. And, and I know, like that, you know, we do, we do this for our family. But like, I'm I'm sick of listening to people saying, "Oh, why do you work so much and all that?" I think there's no harm in there's no harm for the man in the house or the woman in the house, both making a little bit of sacrifice for the greater good. Yeah, hundred. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. yeah. And 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 another thing, what I actually realised there, right? And you you probably be more familiar with this now that you're uh, you're an expat from Dublin, right? I didn't realise, like, so there's so many people in the group here that I got to know over the last while, right, that are tradesmen, but they do a bit, bit of hobby farming, they told me it's called, right? So it's just that right. it's in the blood, right, that their, mm. their father had a big farm or his father had a big farm and it got split down and now they've got 50 animals or 100 animals, whatever the oh, case so may be. They, they work for me. Two of them work yeah. for me. These guys yeah. never get a day off. Yeah. So, you know, if me and you go out for a few beers because it's an occasion and then Sunday we... We put the feet up and watch Netflix for the day, yeah? yeah These guys are still yeah. up the next morning milking the cows and doing all the jazz that needs to be done there. Because that's their life. Yeah, exactly. Life. So that, for me, just throws the, the whole thing of, like, listening to the listening to Bleeding Dub saying, oh, you need a day off. And the reality yeah. is, no, you don't. No, you, you might don't. need a bit of a change, but you don't mm. need a day off. And really, when people say they need a day off, what they mean is they need a load of drink one night a week and they need to be hung over the next day. Yeah, no, that's that. it's not, yeah, no. it's it's not needed, you know. And I think, no, and not, maximum no. respect to your your darling wife. What's her name? Karen. Yeah, Karen, you're an absolute legend. Fair play to you. It's yeah. delighted to hear that. You know, I'll tell uh, you said that. Yeah, yeah, for sure, <laughs> man. No, it's it, it is nice to hear that because you know, like it's very difficult to do something like what you've done, or you know, do something like what you've started to do, um, yeah. unless you have the support of the of the missus back home. Well, that's it. Like you have to have it. You yeah. know, as simple as that. You have it just it just has to be there. If you were looking to do something completely different in your life, big like if you if, if, if like I hear people saying, Oh yeah, Jay's I, I wanna make loads of money, I wanna do this but I don't see them actually doing nothing about it. You know, yes. and that that's the biggest thing when I when I talk to people and and they say that to me, Yeah, I'm gonna do this, I wanna have that, I, I wanna go on all these things, holidays and Yeah. I want, I want everything. 
And I'm like, right, well, what are you actually doing? Like, you know, and I'm looking at them and I'm just going to that nine to five and coming home. Yeah. It's like you can't, like, like literally my brain is 24 hours switched on to this stuff. <laughs> 24. I, and I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. Like, I will actually think of work the minute I wake up, dream of it. The minute I'm in bed, even lying in bed, you'll just be, you'll be on, you'll be replying to someone or sorting something out. And I think for you to do it, it has to become your life. You can't. Yes. You know, it has to become your life, not just what you do, not just part of, not a job. It's not yeah. a job. It's your lifestyle. Yes. Yes. Oh, you it has to be your lifestyle. And yeah. that's it. Yeah. You just have to do it. Definitely. Otherwise, you might as well, it's either, you might as well just go and get a job and walk nine to five. Because you're only you. torturing yourself. Fit. Yeah, and fair enough. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, don't get me wrong. There's absolutely nothing wrong with a nine to five job and coming home and and spend time with your family if you want. That's fine. No problem yeah. at all. I, I wouldn't be good. I think that's great. But if, if if these people who say they want it want it, what are they actually doing to get it? Like, you know. Can I ask time. you something on that, right? And I didn't intend to have this kind of conversation with you, but just a little bit about the yeah. family and all that, right? So, yeah. look, I'm out there making videos, talking on social media the whole time about do more, work your ass off, you know, it's, it's better in the long run. And a lot of people just, you know, they send a little message saying, you know, oh, like, but what about the family, this and that, and the whole lot, right? And really what they're doing is they're making excuses to justify their own position. That's my opinion, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, yeah. I yeah. personally don't believe that my family lose out on anything as a result of the amount of dedication that, that I give to, oh. to my business. Right now, that's my opinion, and I could be wrong, mm. but I think they will stay, say the same as, as well, right? But what's your thoughts on it? Do you believe that because you're doing all this, you know, round the clock? Not I'm, at all. Like, do they miss out in any way, or are they better off? No, not at all, not at all. Yeah, they're better off, if anything, like, you know, because, like, I, I have a little one. We have one little girl. She's actually seven today, actually. Yeah. Oh, she, her what's her name? Gemma. So. Gemma. Happy birthday, Gemma. Jesus, Carl, I know your whole family after this. Happy birthday, know, Gemma. Yeah. No, sir. State night. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know you're not there no, for a few no, months anyways, like, you know. I, I, I got, like, you know, when I got when we got the premises, the first thing I done was got an office and I put, it, I put a little couch in it and stuff like that, you know. Right. Um. So, like, Gemma comes over. She comes to the shop. The whore, that's her daddy's shop. Right, and brilliant. She's, she's delighted with that and she comes and she plays and she looks after the little kids area and <laughs> that's her thing. So I, you know, I'm giving her that little responsibility and we sell fairy doors. Yeah. So I, 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 I give her them. I was like, look, you make sure they're all good. Just and to try and include her in some way. And when they sell, I'll give her a fiver. Yeah. You know, for per door that's sold. Yes. You know, so I'm kind of introducing her to what, if it's my lifestyle. Yes. I think my family has to come in and see and, and you know, be a part of that. They have to be. 100%. But the thing as well for me would be that, you know, because you work so much, I, I, I'll take snippets of time here and there. You know, yeah. like nine to five, isn't it? I'll take, like today, I'm going to collect that from skill and we're going to bring it to the toy shop and do all that stuff. Brilliant. You know, or I might keep her off, you know, I whatever, not keep her off, but like if she's off school, I'll take the day off for that. Right, very good. You know, or nice take here, yeah. a few hours here and a few hours there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So no one's missing or losing out. It's yeah. just different way of doing it yeah different way of doing it with your family but you're still spending the same time like i i know people that that are like you know they're, they're stay at home parents one parent out of family works and one of them doesn't right and yeah they're at home all day or most of the day with their kids and listen i'm not attacking anybody here because i'm not i'm not i'm not qualified to, to, to speak about this you know but like yeah, I just, no, I just I'm, find I'm that, actually more respect to people like that because that's that's a tough job like you know itself it is but you that. know what like they, they may be at home like but they're disengaged in my opinion a lot while they're there and like you know what's like like most employees are disengaged in the workplace you know yeah. they're, they're not focused there so when people are stuck at home we find that a lot of times they're, they're a bit disengaged at home whereas for me i don't have any time not to be on point not to be 100 percent on point anywhere like yeah. if, if i go home and i'm not on point like after two days linda's gonna notice that you know, yeah. Demi is a teenager, so she doesn't even notice me whatsoever. You know, she only notices no. me when I, when I don't answer the you phone to give her a right lift. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I and I have to respect that. That's a little bit hard for me to to kind of handle. And of course, we've got the new baby on the way, so I'm conscious. Yeah, I'm conscious of these things, you know. Um, yeah. But it's just that I, I feel so many people are, you know, missing out on potential there because, as you said, they're saying they want to do this and they want to do that, and then they just they haven't got someone to support them. And then they also 
they come up with they listen to the wrong people saying oh sure what's the point in that and you're too far away so look you've done your 18 hour days and whatever else and yeah, now you've got your yeah. business open so yeah, that sacrifice yeah, it's in itself was worthwhile you know uh, it was worthwhile like you know i i i worked 90 hour a week so so i don't have to do a 40 hour week down the line you yeah. know that's 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 my whole thing yeah for sure um like i i, I do want to step back somewhat if i want and to be honest when i say i do only if i want to i want to have i want to have, have the able, choice. for me i want to have the choice yeah if i want to if i don't want to go into work for two days and i just decide not to i don't want my financials being changed aren't like that being changed yes. And I want to, I want freedom to do whatever the hell I want. That's yeah. pretty much all. That's what I want, rather than the money. I don't even personally, honestly, to me, this this shit, it's a game. Like I, I don't even think of the money. I right. just chase the game. I, I honestly, I chase the game, and in my in my head, the, the money comes by default. Right. You know. Right. That's that's the way I. That's the way my brain works. This is all a big game. I know you just want to win the game, like you know. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the money will come. The money's part of the game. Well, Simple I suppose the, the the game I've got two games I'm playing at the minute. Now I'm fair I, I won't say that I don't focus on the money because my game is directly linked to the money, right? But I've yeah. got I've got two games I'm playing, right? The first game mm. is I've got a keyboard downstairs that's only half full with keys, yeah? Yeah. There's a hundred spaces on the board. Mm. My game is to fill that. You know, yeah. and the there other, yeah, the yeah, yeah, and and the other game is to get at least four hundred people into my fifty-two steps group. That's the game, yeah. and that's what, what I think doing? of every Build day. Yeah. yeah, that's what I think of every day. And I'm like, you know, when I get one in, I'm like, yes, lovely. Or when I I do the little uh, ceremonial hanging of the key on the board <laughs> for the fourth time, it's like, ding, it's, ding, oh ding man, I'm yeah. over the moon. I'm over the moon. Like, and every bit of graft that I've had to do to get to that point. Just goes out the window yeah. just while I'm hanging the key on the board, you know. It's just mad. Yeah, of course, no, yeah. That's, that's that's it. Like it, it, it is literally like a game. It's like getting to the end of a game. Yeah. It's like you know, you get to the end of level one. You're like, yeah, nice one. Got to the end of that now. It's it's no different. Yeah. You know? a, a guy in was my asking opinion, me. It's no different. The, the, a guy in the gym was asking me, right? What do you do to? He says, Joe, I know you work a lot and you come down here and 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 you run, but what do you do to to unwind? I says run or walk he says yeah but what do you do to like relax i was like run or walk you know <laughs> and uh he's like is that it couldn't like, understand it yeah, yeah that's that that's it you know and he says well let's say uh, this he's, then he's like he couldn't understand it right and I, i've said this many many times but he said you're like let's say you do a deal and you make a few quid or whatever else what do you do to celebrate i says i celebrate all my victories by knowing that i can do a lot more and he's like he's yeah. looking at me saying this job's fucking mad like you know but that's internal. what it is. It's internal celebration. That's all it is. Yeah, exactly. Like you know that you can open up another one of those shops. I know. I like. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm at the minute now. What I my biggest absolute headache at the minute now, and I've gone from the madness of opening the shop and getting it all and all this stuff. Now I have staff in the shop. I'm literally I'm trying to get a few SOPs in place. Like you know, right, very good. Which is which is what I'm. That's my latest challenge. Is to try and get the business to a point where I can copy it, bring it over there, and paste. Yes. Do you know what I mean? I, I want to be able to run it automatically, like automate the business as much as possible. Yeah. Where the lads know there's a process for doing this, there's a process for doing that. Um, this has to be done on a Tuesday. We've deliveries on Wednesday and a Thursday only. Yeah. Everything has to be in by a Friday before 12 for deliveries, etc. Whatever. Brilliant. And that's so. So I, I'm. That's my at, at the minute my biggest hurdle and headache is trying to. It's like being back at school. I'm trying to learn this stuff. Yeah. It's really trying to so that I can actually write when this shop is up and running and this is good, and I know it's going fine and it doesn't need me there. Yeah. Copy. Yeah. Move it over there. Paste. Oh, again. Yeah. That's it. Definitely. And then the system and that second shop should be 10, 20 times easier to, to, to get going. Definitely. And this, like, you know. Would, would you bring a partner in on the next shop, would you? To kind of replicate the processes you're doing in the, the Galway car. partner. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't believe I would. Sorry, the minute. Okay. Yeah. I don't believe I would right now, but then that's not to say things might not change down there, like, you know, yeah. down the line. Yeah. I don't believe right now that I would. Uh, I haven't needed anyone in here at the minute, so. I don't see this. I don't see the necessary reason why I would need it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's good. Can, for, can for I tell you reason? something that I know a little bit about retail, and then like I, I know absolutely nothing about retail, 
right? Yeah, go for it. Always open. Yeah, right. And and we, uh, look, I'm sure you know this yourself, right? And a guy contacted me a while ago, right? Gavin, and he's a butcher, right? And I've told this story to a lot of people, right? I'm like, yeah. What the fuck do I know about a butcher shop? Right? Never mind a shop. What do I know about a butcher shop, right? Um, yeah. The guy messaged me, and he had a few things going on outside the business that I knew I could definitely give him massive value if I if I just helped him with that a little bit, right? So the butcher shop was basically a byproduct of me helping him with his other stuff that he had going on, right? And right. I just think it's quite <clears throat> simple, right? You've got two avenues to improve your retail business. The first one is you get more people in the door. Or yeah. the second one is you get the existing people that come through to spend more. Yeah. That's really it. There's nothing more that, that you need to do, yeah. except for driving down cost of running and no, stuff like that. No, it's true. You know, yeah, but that's no, it's true. really yeah, it. So the question yeah. is, the question is, right, how can we get people to spend more money when they're already in the shop? Right? Yeah, and what so. And the upsell, yeah. And what myself and Gavin were, were, were chatting about, right? And I have to have another catch up with him, but he messaged me to say it was going well. The, um, it was a minimum spend of 25 quid he, he put in place. And yeah. once you, you know, look, I could be telling you a little bit wrong because I haven't got a debrief off from here, right? But the whole yeah, idea was idea. minimum spend of 25 quid. You put your receipt in the box with your name on the back of the receipt on, on the, the box on the counter, yeah? And yeah. then at the end of the day, week or whatever it was, he picked one of those receipts and they won the same order again. Right, I'm with you. Right. Yeah. So if you're going in there and you're buying something, you're going to spend 17, 18 quid. It's no difference to spending 25 quid. And then if you yeah. win the same order again, well, obviously it's a consumable you've bought. You'll, you'll yeah. definitely need it again, you know. So straight off there, my suggestion to yourself there is find out what the average sale is and try and do something mm. to bump that up. And he was saying yeah. that they had a bit of crack, all the lads in the shop, because they were trying, they were all pushing to try and, to try and get them into, uh, into the upsell, you know? Yeah, you know? I'm with you. And yeah. it was rewarding, because you weren't selling them stuff that, that they didn't know. So it'd be interesting to see what sort of effect that had on, uh, on, on his business, you know? And then, uh, yeah. th- then you get yeah. into more see, complex stuff, which is lost leaders and all that. But go on, yeah, go for it. Yeah, but like, see, see, the likes of that now, are, like, his business would be repetitive. Business, yes, wouldn't it? Week, weekly. Yes, t- twice a week. You know, whatever, every two weeks, whatever. Yeah. It is, people coming in. My, my stuff is people come in once. Yes, they buy what they need. I'm not. That's it. They're done. I don't see them for probably fifteen years, ten, right. fifteen years. Like you know. Yes. That's the difference in that. But 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 just even what you were saying there, I was starting to think. Look, if someone spends over a certain amount win a bleeding holiday or a fucking tv or something i don't know whatever something towards their house yeah make up something yeah i was talking um, to a lad about a garage that you had before right and uh yeah now again this is just you know you'd have to flesh this out but look you're a clever dude man you could figure this out i was saying to him if you had a box something again something that was visible to uh to everybody when they come in and when they made a purchase they put they put the the, the card or whatever it is into the box and they won something you know and yeah. the only people that could put something into the box was those who bought or those who referred somebody to you. Because really what yeah, you're trying to do is you're trying to get them to come to you as opposed to some somebody else. Yeah. So if you had some kind of referral system there where the people could win something, it would be Which it. it would be ideal, you know. So I go in and get me doors and I put me little blue card in the box because that's what I'm at getting and it's in the raffle then right and then there's all yeah. these white cards in the box I'm like what's the white mm-hmm. ones oh they're people who referred customers to us so then I go back down with me mother or my sister or wherever and they you, you might see the women in shopping buying stuff and then they're with family members again so then the family yeah, member yeah they do of course yeah yeah the family member who buys gets to go in the draw and the person who referred them goes into the draw as well yeah, I'm with you. You know, and, and yeah, I know. Just, just a matter of getting clever with these things, isn't it? I think so. They're just, just little, little kind of gimmicks, like to be honest. But once somebody's getting value, yeah. they, you know, they will, they will, they will do it. You know, and look at, you know, that's the other thing I wanted to ask yourself about. Excuse me, was the social media because I do see the stuff you put on the social media, and it's like it's completely not what I would put, but it's top class. Like, it's yeah, just, yeah, it's. I think I've said this to you before. It's very friendly. And it's very female orientated. I don't know. 
why I get that vibe. Yeah. Like, and and it obviously it works for you because it depends on your industry, doesn't it? You know, like you know, everyone has to figure out who, who who's buying off them, who's yeah. buying off them. Like you know yourself, you go out with your missus, right? You go looking at. You go looking at bleeding tables and chairs and couches, whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. It doesn't matter a fuck what you think, Joe. That's being <laughs> honest, like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, and like, at the end of the day, the person selling that is going to be looking at your missus going, do you like it? Do you, do you like it? And this is, like, no matter what anyone thinks or says, this is the truth. Right. I see it every day in the shop, like, you know, people coming in and, and you know, you see the husband coming in and he might on his own. He's like, oh, no, I have to bring herself in, yeah. like, you know? I yeah. have to wait until she's with me to, to, to make a decision. And that's that's not even, like, that's a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> so women make pretty much all of the choices to do with the home or 100%. whatever's getting done. Yeah. Right? That's the fact. You know, maybe not in every case, but most of them. But, it is you know, in my case. Yeah. So literally years ago with Facebook and stuff, like, I, I used to just act, act, act the buttocks, really. Like, you know, yeah. just... You know, I was at a point, it was recession, I was like, fuck it, there's no work, I'm just going to act about it, and this thing, like, and just, you know, see where it goes. get to know people, Yeah. see what happens, like, you know. Yeah. Um, And then just people started engaging with it and liking it, I was like, oh, cheers, people like all this kind of stuff, so just, and then you become, you find your own persona then, online, Yeah. or whatever. For sure. It's, you're almost like, it's a persona that you have separate nearly to yourself, in a sense, you know. Yeah, definitely, um, definitely. And and that's 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 really it. Just start posting stuff out there, and people are engaged and they like it. But my thing was that when I had any business, it has to be easy to remember the name. It has to be one hundred percent. I wouldn't I, I wouldn't set up a business called W H J K L, fucking carpentry yeah. services thing. Yeah. Who the hell is gonna remember? I've already forgot what I just said. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. So for I, sure. my thing, any any business, it has to be easy to remember. Yes. So I said Galway Carpenters. That's you can't get any easier to remember than that. Like you know, who you are, from people, where you are, what when, you do. Yeah. It's all it's all there. And when people type it into Google, what did what did they type in? That that's another thing I I, I try to figure out what yeah. you know what people how how you can get onto the fourth page and all that stuff is yeah. organically is what the te- what do people type in when they're looking for what you do? It's yeah. simple as that. Galway Carpenters, Galway Galway Car- and and we come up tops like nearly. Actually, every time I think we two or three on 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 the fourth page, like never mind one, like you Brilliant. know. Yeah, I, th- I think it's great, and I'm actually delighted to hear you say that because I say that all the time to the lads when they're thinking of yeah. names. Make sure that you have what you do and where you're from in the name. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I I said this many many times as well, and this would be a little tip for someone here now. If you are based in Munster capitalize mm-hmm. on all the hundreds of thousands of euros that Munster Joinery have spent on putting their name out there. So if you are Absolutely. in the construction game and you're based in Munster, make sure you have Munster in your company name or at least in your Absolutely. Facebook page name. Capitalize yeah. on that. Like, see that name, the door center? Yeah. I'm seeing the logo of that somewhere, right? But it's not your yeah. logo. I think it might be Door Depot or something like that, but it sounds familiar. Yeah. And yeah, that's what you want. Familiar. It sounds familiar. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. And another little thing, I don't know if, if people do it or not, but um, when with their websites, you might know about this or not, but you can set up, uh, say, the door center or Gawi Carp, you can set up a, a new domain, say a competitor. Right. Let's just use once I join you if you want to be yeah. using them. So, like, say you're called Connock Joinery. I right. don't know, whatever. Yeah. It probably is one, but it's just, just use this for an example. And there's Monster Joinery out there. So, like, set up a domain. What would people type in to Google a lot of the time? Monster Joinery Windows. Yeah. All right? So, set up monsterjoinerywindows.com. Right. Yeah. And redir- redirect that to your <laughs> website. Right. Very good. Me? Yeah. 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 So, I've done something similar. Right. But, I think it works. <laughs> <laughs> I think actually, it works, that's if you know actually, what I mean. I'm going to write this down here now, right? And I'm going to look at that. Um, do you know what I'm saying? You do. No, I, I know what you're saying. So you basically put put a long tail, register a long tail domain name, which is... Yeah, but the, the key is what people will type. Yes, exactly. That's your domain. Yeah. What people will generally type. 
like I don't know, uh, like Tesco online shopping dot com or something, whatever it is. Anything. Yeah, because you're not going to get Tesco, but you might get Tesco something, something, something. Yeah, and anything at all. Yeah, and then you can you can redirect that domain, which is yours, to yeah. your site. Yeah. So you're getting organic off that already. Yeah, that's interesting. That's an, an interesting. And you know what? See, as you're saying, as we're talking, you know. No, no disrespect to Munster Journey. This is just, you know, this no. is this is all we'll respect. Exist, yeah, this is all example, respect because they've done such a good job, right? But see yeah, when you course. say, see when you say Connacht Joinery. Yeah. Sounds like it. Sounds like a, mar- a load of marbles in your mouth. It just doesn't sound. It just doesn't flow off the tongue, right? And even if you were to yeah. say Ulster Joinery or Leinster Joinery, no. it's just that we know the word. Like in my head, at least, the word Munster and construction is. Yeah, kind of, it's 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 already ingrained in there, you know. Oh, they're leaders of of their game. Yeah, <laughs> there's no doubt. Yeah, and then the, the door center and everybody, the whole country knows them for sure, for sure, hundred percent. The door center is a is a good name in 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 my opinion, you know. Yeah, it's simple. Yeah. It's it's simple. Easy. We know exactly what you do, and I would and make the, the assumption. Yeah, you know, I'd make the assumption that you also. I know, I know, you've told me this, but even as I look at the door center, I'll make the assumption. That you sell flooring as well. Good to know because That's, the flooring, the flooring is a big part of our game. We're we're big into our flooring, like you know. Yeah, yeah. It's huge. So yes, I I would be happy to know that. Yeah, that's you know? just no. Obviously, I'm a bit biased because I know you do flooring, but that's what yeah. I'm always. That's what I'm always looking at when I'm when I'm talking to people. Like my 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 Facebook page on on social media, Joe Doyle Entrepreneur. I think it's horrendous. Yeah. I think it's absolutely... <laughs> but it has to work. You see, if I was doing that again, I probably wouldn't call it that. Right? No. And I'll, I'll tell you why. Joe Doyle, Carl Moore, they're two very basic names. Like, they're just... Yeah. They're not, oh, un- they they're not memorable yeah. in any way. You know? And then yeah. if you hear somebody that has... Like, there's only two syllables in each of those names. Joe Doyle, Carl Moore, right? They're, they're, not, they're, not, they're not sticking out. Whereas, you know, if we remember somebody that has... A couple of syllables in their name. It's a bit of a mouthful, but when you hear it, you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, you know. It um, does something to your brain. It twigs something in your brain to remember it more. Yeah. I remember at the time I, I was having that conversation in the office, right? And there was myself and Ryan Marr, right? So myself and Ryan mm. Marr were in the office. And I'm like, Ryan, your name is absolutely shit. It's just, it's not <laughs> memorable whatsoever. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, it's the exact same as Ryan my name. Made bollocks of it. Yeah, yeah. It's too, it's too, uh, it's too flat, you know. And then entrepreneur yeah. is too broad. I know it's they're nearly polar opposites in a sense. Yeah, they're, they're, it's too broad. You know, Joe Doyle is, is just a general name. So, it, whereas if you put maybe your initial in the middle, it sounds a bit bleeding weird. If someone calling you that, however, people will remember. Like, think of uh, you know, what's what's uh, what's the Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen? There's Fucking three, hell, there's three, mouthful. there's three names that's hard to remember in itself, right? But we know that. Well, yeah. it just sticks out. He's this fucking designer, you know. Um, yeah. Who else yeah. is sticking? Yeah, out I there? get you. Like you know, I get it. Like Gucci, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Giorgio Armani, you know. Even yeah. even the likes of Connor McGregor. Four yeah. syllables in that name. No, look, we're not saying his name has had that. Is what's helped him get to where he is. But it's it's just. I, I just think it helps a little bit because people will glance through my stuff and nothing yeah. will stick out, you know. Whereas, I know, yeah, it's gonna just be forgotten and lost. Yeah, exactly. It's not it's not memorable. Yeah, you know? a name is very a name a name is very important where it, it has to be, doesn't it? Like that's the thing. Well I tell it you a story a, about the best lesson the best lesson I learned in uh, in names. And this is why I'm even more fixed on it as well, right? Um yeah. I won. I went away. I was only had to get me bank and stuff sorted. I went away for Christmas and the New Year's, right? And I got absolutely hammer drunk, right? And I had to go home before the midnight on the, uh, on um, <laughs> on the New Year's, right? And I, I, I wandered home and I couldn't get a taxi. I was in Spain. I was in Lanzarote, and because I had to, couldn't get a taxi, I had to walk so far, right? And so by the time I got home, I was sober, you know. And uh, I couldn't get a taxi back down, and I wasn't walking back down, so I went to sleep. So next morning, I woke up and. Everybody that there's about twenty of us on holidays. Me, Mrs. Uh, whole families, right? So they were all crashed yeah. out. We had no kids with us this year. They were all crashed out. Oh, why had we got the kids? Of course, we had the kids. Yeah, I don't know what. This, look, whatever. We wouldn't have gone away for the New Year without without the kids. They were because they were. No, of they were all. Yeah, yeah, they were yeah. all sharing the shining the lasers on me. That's what they were. 
because I was walking across the car park to go, anyways, right, that's me making a fool of myself being drunk. <laughs> but I woke up the next morning and there was nothing much to do, right? So I says, right, you know, I'm now in a new chapter of my life because I'd literally just sorted bank and stuff in the, the, the couple of months previous or a couple of weeks previous. And mm. I came up with a name, right? So I, I remembered what I, I, obviously I remember what I'd just been through with all the issues with the bankruptcy and all that stuff, right? So I came up with a plan. If I just help people who are going through what I've gone through and want rid of their properties, I'll be able to buy their properties in the process and just give them a clean slate to walk off, right? So I came yeah. up with the name Negative Equity Solutions Ireland, which kind of follows the lines of the Galway Carpenters. Um, yeah. Negative well, Equity Solutions Ireland. I oh, thought, hang on, I'm a negative equity. I need a solution to this. There you go. go. And is it American or is it UK or is it Irish, right? So that to me was the best name ever, right? But I have yeah. this rule. I don't know why I do it, like, but I always do two things at the one time. So like, if I'm going to do a really high-end something, I'll do it really cheap at the same time. So if I'm trying to position yeah, something know, yeah. as Marks and Spencers, I'll position something as Lidl at the same time and just compare one with the other, right? So yeah, of course. Um, set up the Facebook page, and that was the beauty of it. Negative Equity Solutions Ireland spent 100 quid on an ad just to put the name out there, see what came back, you know? Of course, yeah. And I said... I was, I was chuffing myself. I said, I better do something else now. So I come up with a real basic one then as well. We Buy Houses Dublin. Right? Yeah. Now, that was just basic. We Buy Houses Dublin and Negative Equity Solutions. That's exactly what it is. It, 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 yeah. I already, everyone knows. Anyway, you just said that and everyone knows exactly right straight away what, what exactly. you're doing. That's well, it. Negative Equity Solutions Dublin or Ireland went nowhere. Didn't do anything. Right. Never got a bit of business from it. It's a lot more broad. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. I think it was a little bit too out there. But my house buying company is called We Buy Houses Dublin, and people yeah. ring us all the time. People, yeah. people know straight away exactly what we do. See, may, may, maybe the negative equity one sounded like a service that you were willing, people can pay to help them out or something, with advice or something. And probably yeah. that's my that was a consultancy. We Buy Houses Dublin. That's straight out to the point. Exactly what you do yeah. in the tagline. Yeah, exactly. So that like I could have now. I've definitely done like. You know, people are always like, yeah, well, even now it's kind of, they're gone away from the, the Wee Boy Houses brand because they just know Joe that the property go, you know. But yeah, just, the, yeah. the negative equity solutions didn't do anything, whereas the Wee Boy House. So if I didn't do that second one there, just to contrast that, I would assume that there was no market for what I was doing. Yeah. But we just had I'm to package you. it. So how many people would you say that they're just doing all the right things, but their messaging is a little bit off point and it's costing them? thousands yeah. or hundreds of thousands I think, you know? people, I think people lose lose faith too quickly they lose heart too like there is a line where you have to say this is work but I think some people just probably give up too too easily like you know definitely when, for sure, when yeah. things start going a bit wrong or it's not you know it's taking longer than what they think yeah think people just expect things to happen a lot quicker yes and reality is it just doesn't does it like does it, it doesn't it could take <laughs> Three years, it could take six months. It, no one, there's no number. Otherwise, yeah. every, it, like going to college, everyone would do it if you knew it took four years to get to that yeah. point. To that point, Fair point. What was it like when you opened you know? the doors of the shop there? What was it like? Yeah, Fuck, it was scary enough. I didn't have a like I've said before. Like I have had no clue what I should be doing every month, as in financials. Right. I. I well, why would I know? You know, I've never had a shop. It's my first ever shop, so I, I didn't know if I should be doing 10 grand or 100 grand a month. Right, yeah. I didn't know. So all I could do was just push it out there as best I could, give it the absolute best start I could, got videos made, uh, promoted it, spent a fortune on social media, put it all out there, and just let it go. And it seems to be paying off now. Like, it seems to be making good traction now at the minute, like, uh, did you get so customers? it was scary. Did, did you it have customers scary. on the first you know, day? I had it. I did. Yeah. I, like one positive thing for me was that we weren't even open. I was putting it up. You know, I was updating the social media saying, "Oh, we'll be open next Saturday," and then next Saturday, "Oh, look, we're another few days behind." Blah blah blah. I had people messaging me saying they don't care if it's not finished. Can they come up and see? Brilliant. They won. So I knew there. I I actually knew at that point. Right. That's a good sign. Yeah, that people don't even care that I'm not open. They just want to come up and, and see and buy. You know, brilliant. Yeah. Um. Say so that was. So I knew. I knew. I knew the market. I I already knew the market was there. That that was already to me. I knew that already. 
because of the previous and because of you know a few little bits like that. And I and I knew Galway and I know I'm a carpenter down here, so I knew yeah. that it was already there. Right. But my thing was that I didn't know. I know now. I know. I know. I have to pay out every month. Yes. Rates, rents, wages, bills, you name it, whatever, all that shit that's involved with a business, like you know. Yeah. Which is and, and and it's a lot. Like you know, every month is a lot. The outgoes are a lot. So I. Brilliant. So my biggest worry, um, was not knowing if I'll get enough work in to be able to pay all this every month. I didn't know. Right. Because it's brand new. Yes. I didn't have a clue. <laughs> Yeah. So that's what I mean. I took a huge gamble. Yes. I could have bought a house. Yes. You know, I took a massive risk uh, and the hope that it's going to pay off. And we're a year open next month. And I can see I can see down the line now. I know this business is going to keep going now a year later. Like, you know. That's nice to hear. Really is. You know? Yeah. But it, was, but it was scary. Scary. And it still is a little bit. But it's not as scary as it was now. But to be you honest, know, so I, it, I get scared every day I don't make a sale. Yeah, you, I, yeah. I every get day that. I don't make a sale. I get, oh, fuck's sake, oh, you know, start or something. It's like going fishing yeah. and catching nothing. Just yeah. dead fucking annoying. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just and, like, then, and then all of a sudden on a Thursday you get bleeding fifteen or twenty grand in, and you're yeah. going, actually, this is all right. What was I worried about? Doing. What was I complaining for? You know, <laughs> see at the top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just texting the missus, hey babe, how's your day going? Yeah, <laughs> we're going away for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but that is that, that is the yeah. emotional roller coaster of it, isn't it? And I, I don't believe that it is that goes away. Yeah. Well, for me, it doesn't. No. Anyways, I'm always on the hunt, you know. But as long as you, for me anyway, per, I only ever talk personally. For yeah. me personally, I, like as long as I'm tuned in, knowing that that's the way it is, I, I'm tuned into my brain, and I know that that roller coaster is a thing that happens in business. So yeah, when the things are shit, I go, no, nah, this is just this is the roller coaster. Right. Things are going to be grand, you know. So yeah, I, I think you have to be, even within yourself. I have to be tuned into myself. I have to know exactly what I'm thinking and and how things are going. In my head at all times, like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, I Which just is why I don't, I don't really, I don't really drink around that much. Around, you know, I yeah. kind of, you can't, you know, you can't do stuff like that and then do this, you know. See, I I look at like you know the guys with the private jets and the big huge buildings, and I'm like, fuck, why don't I have that? Why don't I have that? <laughs> and I'm like completely frustrated with myself for not for not being there. You know, can I tell you a very quick one there? Right? Um, I'm I'm doing a, a mortgage application, and the broker rang me there the other day, and he was just asking me all these questions. He says, "Joe, they just can't get their head around it." You know, I'm like, yeah. "What?" He's like, "Look, 35 years old, got this going, that going." I was like, "Do they think that's complicated?" I says, "You go back and tell them." As far as I'm concerned, I'm grossly underperforming. And he's just kind of laughing. I says, no, you tell them that. I am completely underperforming as far as I'm concerned because I should have been able to do a lot more than what. Because they're looking at your whole bleeding life story, you know. And yeah. the only kind of... know everything. Yeah, the first frame of reference that these bankers had was that they'd seen a documentary of me on a while ago. So they've seen that and they've seen that I've managed to, to, to bounce forward pretty, pretty well in, in a few years. And they're trying to figure yeah. out how it all came together. And I'm like, mm. this is nothing to be fucking proud of. I should have done more. I should have done more, you know? So yeah, I'm yeah, just pushing. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm barely scratching the surface on what I'm capable of, in my opinion, you know? Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I, I get that. It's yeah. the way we need to be. But you know what, Carl? Let me ask you one thing before, before we wrap up here, because it's been a pleasure chatting sure. today, right? So mm. you've been on our 52 steps now for yeah. 18 months or so, right? <clears throat> what, what was the biggest change? What was the biggest benefit of being on that? That's the first question I want to ask you. And secondly... What can we do to, as part of 52 Steps to add massive value to your business over the next while? Well, I'll, I'll tell you straight out. The biggest benefit for me was getting information and knowledge that I wouldn't have known straight out. And, and I'm being very genuine. I, there was information that I got off yourself and even the lads in the group that I, would not, I simply wouldn't have known. Or, or I might, I might have known, but maybe it would have been too late down the road. You know, give us an example. Um, uh, so when I sold my business to the to, 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 comp- to the company, yeah. me sole trader. Yeah, I wouldn't have known about that, and that saved me absolutely thousands upon thousands. You know, yeah. would it be tens of so, thousands or hundreds of thousands? Oh yeah, tens of thousands. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. No, no, no. I didn't get tens of thousands, but it saved me down the yes. in the long run of yeah, things. Of course, you yeah. know. Yeah. And I, I simply wouldn't have known that unless, you know, was on the group and we're all, you were chatting about it and everyone gets involved with a bit of their, what they think and this, that and the other. 
you know, so it just it just, it just seems to you get the juices flowing on the group, I think, and, and when someone has a question about something in their business, it makes you question maybe the same thing in your business where you mightn't have been thinking about it. Yes. If you're just at home on your own. You know, you have to be out there to kinda of understand Yeah. Get you get you what other people are going through. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Then you can bring it into your own. For sure. That was the biggest thing, you know. Um going forward. Uh, I don't know. I suppose going forward, just just um, what can I? What what would I want from the group? Um, I suppose I don't know. Just keep it going as it is. Like I'm, I'm happy learning stuff. To be honest, that's being honest, Joe. Like just we're always learning off other people in it. Like you know, yeah, for sure. As new challenges come up, yeah. Um, and, we've actually everyone. Everyone seems to have been in some kind of predicament themselves <laughs> within that is. So yeah. You know, it's it's good to ask a question, and you, you might be might be your first time to be in a predicament of something. Yeah. But someone else goes, ah, look, that happened to me. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Here's what I think. So I I I I'm happy enough for it to be honest. Yeah. You know, at a minute. And let, let me ask you something. This, this is where, this is what the way my mind is worked, right? Um, mm. like obviously it's a paid group to be there, and it's not cheap to be there either, right? When I go to yeah. a conference or whatever else, right? I've gone to like Grant Cardone's conference where you pay 10 grand to sit in a seat for three days, right? And yeah. it's a front row seat, right? And Or a second row seat. And then I'm complaining because I want to sit in the front row, right? But like everybody else that's sitting in the front row or in the first, in, the, in that section, right? I take everything they say. I take the opinion on the words of what they say with far more gravity than a guy down the back because I know in order to pay 10 grand to sit there for three days, you must have done something out of the ordinary yeah. or out of the average, right? So yeah. I would be on, I'm not sure if you're on, but I would be on different groups where I ask questions about Facebook ads and you know click funnels and all that. And I just mm. see people answering them like, you haven't a fucking clue what you're talking about. You know, whereas <laughs> yeah. when I ask questions in a paid environment, like I much prefer to be in a paid environment because... I know that everybody there is not a bullshitter. Yeah. Because if they're putting that Yeah, no, I agree. Is, you know? it, it, it just, it, it weeds out the tire kickers and, yeah, like, there's, there's all the amount of free, you'll see it, like, Facebook is full of tire kickers and shit hawkers everywhere anyway. <laughs> and, and <laughs> you, you know, you like, yeah. people just give their opinion. Everyone's, everyone's crazy for their opinions these days. You know, this yeah. is the new thing, isn't it? Like, you know, yeah. that's my opinion. Fucking, Take it so whether like, you want it or not. Here's my opinion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, that eliminates all that. To be honest, yeah, yeah, it does. It eliminates all of that messing, you know, for yeah. people who don't really give a fuck and they're just bored and they're just putting their oar in for no reason. <laughs> yeah, even even you know, on our... but you get you get it's just getting similar minded people it's, together it's... that have the same kind of problems and issues, you know. Yeah, for sure. Off me, like you know, oh, like, and, and, and I look after them. Like we do, we do play the opposite doors as well, and we oh, do you? We deliver them. That. Oh yeah, like the showroom. I'm actually extending the showroom uh, the next couple of months before Christmas, anyway. So we we've I, I just got keys to a new premises just beside us. So that's that's going to be the, the storage, it's huge. Um, that's cool. Go and on. then the storage, the storage that we have now, I'm putting into making it a bigger showroom. Like I'm putting the show building in, like you know. That's nice. So in that, that we're we're gonna have a few Palladio front doors and composite doors and stuff like that in that we do a lot of them already so even the lads a couple of lads in the group I, I, I supplied them with stuff already but yeah if anyone else is interested of course yeah yeah we, we'll definitely we, we'll have that conversation again to do something to, to see can we funnel, yeah. funnel them down the one thing the one thing I think about anytime I hear the word Palladio door right or Palladio door mm. is Pajero driving over the door on the brochure everybody says it sold yeah. and then the video uh, on we, YouTube we, with yeah. your man smashing the door down gift uh, it's the best thing they ever did yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah we just need to do something like that photograph or that video for our business and we're made that's it that's yeah. it you just need to you need to just people to trust you straight yeah. away you know like I, I agree with that like even in my carpentry business there when i had set up the website i wanted people to trust me within 10 seconds and that was my that to me that was like right i don't care i just need to get this i need to figure this out like you know yeah People go onto my website, they have to trust me within 10 seconds or and, and if they don't, they're probably, the bounce rate would be shit, like they'd be gone. Yes. So what I did was I got professional photos done of me. It was me at the time. Yeah. 
me at the, as soon as you click in, there's a nice friendly photo. Me fucking tilled about me tilled around me. Yeah. Just below that, there's me insurance there. To click to see me insurance. Yeah, very good. And uh, then below that is the Facebook page, direct link to that, and then they can go in and see all the stuff. That's gonna take ten seconds or less. And I think people just trust you. When they see, hang on, there's a nice friendly face, there's the insurance, this this crowd are alright. Yeah. That's you know? that's that's world class advice there, Carl, yeah. Put put that's, that on your homepage. Right. You have to boom, boom, you ha- boom. Yeah. Yeah. You have to you have to, I think people have to kind of think about what they what would they think when they're looking at something. Yeah. You when you're a real person because of the picture of you there. Yeah. And then the insurance is a, a credibility thing straight away. Yeah, yeah, Brilliant. that's it. And they know, right, these guys are insured. They're yeah. friendly. They're, they look great. They're, they're just, all right, let's, 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 let's ring them. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. They, you know, when you arrive up, they're going to know who you are. They'll see you, like. Yeah. They, like they'll have seen you already. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Excellent stuff, yeah. Well, Carl, listen, I've taken up enough of your time. It's been an absolute yeah. pleasure to chat with yourself there today, right? Sound joke. Um, at last, at long last. Yeah. Yes, we'll definitely do this again. And uh, yeah. everybody go and check out the door center tell them joe sent you right? yeah do. it's yeah. in Li- liz bond liz bond industrial center in galway city industrial estate that's right liz yeah. bond industrial estate in galway if, city if anyone's if anyone's in the trade look give me a show send me an email i look after with with trade prices and everything um and look if anyone's not in the trade and you listen to this give us a ring and i'll i'll still give you a discount that's yeah, fair enough that's fair enough. if you say if you say you got it from from Joe here, we'll, we'll give you a discount. <laughs> Good stuff. That's what it's all about, Carl. Listen, my man, it's been an absolute pleasure. I'll chat to you soon. Sound, Joe. Thank you. Nice one. Bye-bye. All right, chat to you. Good luck, good luck. Okay, guys, I think you'll agree there. Told you Carl is an absolute legend of a man, and it's been a pleasure to have a catch up with him there this morning. Don't be afraid to give him a shout if you need anything door-related at all. He's a cool dude. So, folks, that concludes another episode of the Tradesman Survival Guide podcast. Don't forget that all of the tactics and strategies discussed in today's podcast are from my book, The Tradesman Survival Guide, which is available to buy online at www.joedoyle.ie forward slash TSG. TSG being, of course, short for The Tradesman Survival Guide.